Ask the Podcast Coach for October 16th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Carlson from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy new mic Saturday. You had some popping peas going on a little bit earlier, but uh, trying out a new mic today? Yeah, I uh, reached out to the folks at Sure, so I, I need to say that up front. And I said, hey, everybody's playing with this whole MVX and the MV7, which is kind of like a um, Sure SMB light in a way. So this is the, the MVX7. This is the one that's just an XLR. And the reason I'm, I'm playing with this is Bandrew over at uh, podcastage.com. And Bandrew Scott had said that this one sounds a little better. The other one has a USB element in it. And I just like, I mean, like for me, for this show, I just need an XLR. Yeah. And, and the one XLR only, right? No USB yeah. on that one at all. Which I, I'm, I'm better with anyways. I'd rather have XLR. Yeah. And so the first thing I noticed is compared to now, my other one, of course, was the Electrovoice RE320, which I had a pop filter, he said, popping his piece again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see where I'm going to be. No. Could you retrofit that one to go on the. Uh, no. no this, okay. this would be one where I'd need. Yeah. The, yeah that's, that's the perfect size that the smaller rounder size yeah. i think is the perfect size for because yeah, the mic is too fat to yeah. squeeze it on there and that whole nine yards don't, but, don't shame it dave don't yeah. shame that mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's thick it's thicker well that's not any better either <laughs> you should quit while you're yeah. ahead speaking yeah. of quitting i'm never gonna quit coffee <laughs> can we get a coffee pour going on here? we can get a coffee pour and, of course, that coffee pour is brought to you by the one and only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, Mark, over at podcastbranding.co. If you need any kind of image, like a logo or new artwork, or, heck, if you need a whole website, all you got to do is point your browser to podcastbranding.co. Mark is an award-winning graphic artist as well as a podcaster. And, of course, if you need a third bonus, he's Canadian, which means that's right. He's going to be polite. But uh, I think a little later we're going to be talking about Jim had a a kind of a quick consultation with Mark and learned some cool stuff. But uh, I know every time I upload the School of Podcasting logo to anything, I smile because it just looks cool in my opinion and i use it all the time and if you think about it they hear they hear you before they see you no dave that's actually backwards they see you before they hear you and uh, we should also say i think i said this last week but if not uh mark just celebrated six years doing his podcast which is the resourceful designer so when you're ready to uh look professional there's only one place you got to go and that is podcastbranding.co So you actually had a uh, like a little meeting with Mark because I know you've been talking about you're going to update some stuff and redo your logo and things like I that. I did, yeah. You can go on his website, just send him a note. He said, "Hey, here's a link to my scheduling page. You can schedule a free 20 minute consultation with him." And I just sat down and he was looking at my sites and and we went through some things. He's like, "Yeah, I like this. I like that. I could do a few things here." And I could help you out with this and help you out with that. And it got me kind of thinking about, well, I should do some whole bunch of, this is one of those moments in my podcast. You start thinking, well, if I'm going to change that, I should probably change this. And I got this <laughs> thing to do. And I got, so I got some work to do. I, I'm going to, I'm going to book his branding. Um, he has a branding uh, package. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's social branding package. So I'm going to book that with him uh, and, and start going through that process. I meant to do it during the week. I just didn't, uh, I just didn't get to it. So yeah, Mark, thanks for, and he came on the other, you know, I think uh, last, was it last week or two weeks ago that he, that he came on and joined us for most of the podcast. And I'm actually, I know everyone that listens to this show is going to go, ah, but I also have to realize everybody that listens to this show doesn't listen to the school of podcasting. And I'm going to take that because I had so much feedback from people that said, Man, that was like the best show on graphics and design and things like that. And I was like, that's really good content. I'm like, I might repurpose that over at the School of Podcasting and make it more like a um, – 
like an NPR kind of thing and just cut out his answers and kind of weave a story yeah. through it and things like that. That's so be a, good, be a good way to repurpose it. I, I think you could add value to it, Dave. I think you could probably pull it apart and add value to it. And yeah. then the folks that listen to both shows, it, it would be, uh, it would be great reminder. Speaking of listening to shows. Yeah. Dan LaFeb from based on a true story podcast. He joined me on home gadget geeks on Thursday. Nice. And, Listen, I just had the most, he's a really good podcaster. (laughs) Like, yeah, I just had the most fun with him and he's kind of a geek, which was pretty great. So if you're, if you're interested, uh, I'll be publishing that a little bit later, homegadgetgeeks.com. But, um, uh, Dan came on, we, uh, we thank Dan for his, for his sponsorship of the mug. A couple, um, I'm sorry. There's a couple uh, episodes that he's done that have been tech related. So we're able to pull those oh, and nice. talk, talk about those. So super cool. So Dan, thanks for coming on the podcast and thanks for sponsoring the mug. And uh, we got some comments here. The sure sounds different than the EV. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it has kind of a hollow sound, which is interesting because that's the adjective that Jim used. Now, right now I'm not, I'm running it completely blank. If, if I came in here and said, Hey, turn on the processing. Now I'm probably too bassy. Or who knows? But Ooh, that, not yet. No, no, not yet. All right. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I noticed it about add, it. Did add bass to it right away. Yeah. yeah. The other yeah. thing I've noticed is there is, and that's one of the reasons why I like the RE three twenty is there's definitely a little more of a proximity effect. Now, if you're like, what yeah. kind of word is that? Means if I get really close to it, I'm going to get bassy, a little bassier than usual. So, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so um, I thought I'd play with it. You know, it's just uh, the only thing I noticed because I thought if I talked, if I back away from it and talk about, I don't know, a fist away, and if I say please bring pizza pronto, I'm not popping my peas. But as soon as I get close and say please bring pizza, there, I'm starting to hear them here, and I'm about three fingers away, maybe four. So it's it's one of those things where you're gonna either need a pop filter or. You know, maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I just talk too close to my mics. I always, I'm always, I always recommend like three fingers and then do what I'm doing now, which is I'm pointing this thing at the corner of my mouth. So, but uh, did we, did I interrupt your story about Mark? Because no, I think, I think, no, I think we got to the, I think we got to the okay. end of it. Because the yeah. fun part was in the end, he was kind of like, he almost said, I don't really need to do anything. Yeah, it it was it, he was it was a situation where he's like actually I like a lot of what you're doing, but here's just a few tweaks you could be doing to it. So if you're, you know, if you're kind of thinking about, you know, well, you're getting to the point where you want just some consultation on your brand, I, I it, you can it doesn't have to be a whole big ordeal. Now it might be, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be such a huge big ordeal to get in there and like you don't you don't necessarily have to have all new stuff done for right. you. He may just do some tweaks. So good, great opportunity. But David, it got me thinking. I need to probably uh, think through, like, what am I doing on Home Gadget Geeks? And are some things there? You know, he he had some recommendations on the way I do YouTube, and I was. Do I still want to kind of do the format the way I do it? Would I change things? If I'm going to do some new artwork and 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 some new logo work, tweak the logo, so to speak. Do I offer some new things? Do I change is this time to change up some stuff? So I don't have any answers to that. But it it I have been thinking about it all week, you know, kind of like, oh, maybe I need to change some things. Well, that's the fun part because on one hand, if you keep doing the exact same thing over and over and over. There are times when you kind of like, eh, time to make the donuts, you know, it's yeah, like, and, yeah. and then on the other yeah. hand, if you, you know, tweak it too much, then your diehard listeners kind of, we were, um, I know we've talked yeah. about him before, but Mike Rowe over it, that's the way I heard it or the way I heard it or the way, um, yeah, the way I heard it. Yeah. Oh, that's, so this is, I used to listen to it all the time. This is pretty bad. I've stopped because of some of the changes he's making. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, knew we were in trouble because I, you are the person that turned me on to the show and I loved yeah. it because it was short and Mike was my shower show. I would start it, get in the shower when Mike was over. I don't care how good it felt. It was time to get out of the shower. And I heard him say, I've been listening to Joe Rogan and I really like the fact that he can go so long and it's a long for, and I thought, Oh no, 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 no back away from the Rogan. And sure enough, he started doing, doing Not Rogaine. But yeah. Rogaine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And he, he changed his, I mean, his tagline used to be something for the person with the short attention span. And I was yeah. like, and if you have a short attention span, guess what? You're curious not, mind, short attention span. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, guess what? If you got a short attention span, you're not listening to Mike Rowe anymore. I know no. I took him out. of. I had a uh, playlist called short shows and I would, 
you know, listen to those when I walked around the block or if I was in the shower or something like that. And I had to take him out of the short shows and it turns out he's not in any other playlist. He's probably mm. still getting downloads, but I'm, you know, every now and then I'll like, oh, and I'll see where it's like an hour and 20 minutes. And I was like, I, you know, and yeah, well, I, that, that's the danger of changing your format that radically. Right. Like it, uh, if it were me, I would have kept the short form and then made a new channel for the long form. Like, I'm going to do this long form thing. It'll be in a new channel. If you And just to see, because that's a good way to kind of test it, to say, like, are people really wanting to do this? They'll go out and get it if they, you know, you just tell them in the short form, hey, we have a new long form. If you want to hear from me and my producer or whatever it was, there's a buddy his, whatever it was. But man, one day when I just went to the feed and it was now an hour, I was like, I, I can't catch up to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I used to, you know, I used to listen to three or four of his in a row type deal. Yep. And, and I could do now. I mean, it's, that's four hours. So again, four hours isn't wrong. It was just not my expectation. Yeah. And, and if I came to it now and I was like, oh, okay, well, if it's going to be an hour, I probably need to change the way. I listened to it. Pandemics wiped out all those long shows for me. So I'm not listening to them. But yeah, it, it could have, I think he could have done it better from that, from that perspective. Like he could have done it differently that, and I don't know his, ultimately his numbers will tell. He's a numbers guy. Right. <laughs> he watches them all. So uh, the numbers will tell if he, if he gets a huge drop, he may, he may change. It. May come back. And that's a yeah. matter where maybe it was a case where he was tired of doing the short show the, for the curious mind with the short attention well, it span. still does it it's in the it's in the, it's in the beginning and his whole thing is well you can listen to the short show and then true, true. skip and i was like mm, how about and i think that's uh, true maybe that's true. having two different versions of the same show then because i don't really care like a lot of times he was giving the behind the scenes of the story and i was like i i don't care about like i just i just want the sausage i don't really care how it was made so you know. Yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. So there's no right answer there. You could do keep the show the same, create a separate channel. You could do right. keep the original or change the original show and create another channel just to kind of see what how people move, you know, see how people yeah. move um, or, or or just keep it all in the same, I guess. And um, I don't know. That's this is where there's no right answers. You got to kind of do it. You kind of do what you want to do yeah. right? and see and what happens. The numbers, yeah. the numbers will fall. And by the way, you're going to get differences of opinion. I mean, oh. we just that's just happened in our chat room just like two minutes ago. Uh, Stefan says, hey, I love it. You guys should have have guests on once a month. And uh, the pest control nut said, I don't actually like it when there's guests because yeah. they're, they're nervous and they, you know. Well, here's here's the funny thing about that is I get people that email me all the time saying, I'd like to be a guest on Ask the Podcast Coach. And I go, it's 90 minutes of free form, whatever you want to do. Just come in. Come I'm like, on in. You got a question or a story about your podcast? Just get up at 1030. So, yeah. And I think we even tell them how to do it. It's streaming right there. Yeah. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. Join, yeah. If you want to be a guest, you can. You can. Well, not. but here's the deal, Dave. I don't think a lot of folks necessarily think that are in the chat room, think they have enough to say to be a guest or whatever. They kind of need that invite and maybe some time for, to prepare and some of those other kinds of things. So it's okay. Like you can call in if you want, or you can just listen. That's fine. We don't care. We're fine with it either way. Yeah. But it's funny, you know, talking about tweaking formats, Todd and Rob, who do the new media show, have said that when they have guests, their numbers kind of trickle down a little bit because people tune in to hear Todd and Rob talk about podcast news and, yeah, you know, all that stuff. So um, you said we were talking before we started that you went back and listened to some of our old shows. I did. And so, yeah, I did. I was last night. I was setting things up for this morning. So mm -hmm. I and I, I went to YouTube to see if you had posted anything yet. And I, I, then I saw I got a little, hey, you know, 2018 and asked the podcast coach from 2018. So I went back and watched it. And then I went down the rabbit hole. I went to 2017, 2016, 2015. And I started watching you, you, you can when you do that and you start seeing the evolution of yourself. Right, mm. which is really crazy. One, my hair was a lot darker back then. <laughs> uh, beard was a lot darker as yeah. well. I didn't have a beard in, in some of the older ones. But from a content perspective, you begin to see our evolution in this and how we evolve from no. I mean, it's just different, 
we're we're more comfortable with each other. The content style is different. We were on Google Hangouts in the in 2015, 2016. So you couldn't see me do the dance in the beginning of the and mm. I remember when we switched to StreamYard and you're like, now people can see Jim dancing now, right? <laughs> kind of kind of deal. And I've done that the whole time. Like the whole time we've done right. it. Right. So it's just a great opportunity, Dave, to go back. One, to see how far we've grown in, in this format. And then two, how we've evolved. And even our backgrounds. Like I've been in the same spot since the very beginning. It hasn't changed. Shelving is the same. The the dresser right. down here is the same. But I, I'm constantly changing. And you can see, I could see like during the pandemic when I cleaned it up. Because <laughs> I had to, I started, <laughs> I was podcasting for, for work from home. I was like, oh, I had boxes everywhere and all kinds of stuff all over the place. So just good memories too of where we were at at that time doing those kinds of things. So I kind of, it's a good, I think it's a good exercise to do. I don't know, every, every year maybe go back and listen to some old ones and just see where you've come. Yeah. And what's the other thing I always find that's weird because I typically record my show Sunday afternoon around three and yet, and I don't mess with stuff. It's almost, I mean, for the past couple of years, it's been an RE320 into a roadcaster and yet the tone will be different. I always say like, how is that? And not that it's bad. It's just like, wow, that's weird. That sounds a little more bassy or that sounds this or that. So it's always kind of interesting, but I love the fact because at that point, in theory, you can listen with a set of fresh ears. And so when you're sitting there going, ooh, if it's an interview show, I hope I ask them about this when they get done with this answer. And then you can kind of see if you did and that whole nine yards. So, yeah, I think it's I mean, if you think about it, golfers, uh, any kind of sports people, you know, um, comedians, all these people go back and watch to critique their performance because there's might be something you're you're missing and you can't really do that with a show you just released because you're you're way too close to the to the forest to see the trees yeah but when it's when it's you know six months a year later you're like i don't even remember recording this i talked about this (laughs) no although what's weird for me is i listen to the intro if i can listen to five minutes of intro i can almost tell you where the show went now i couldn't tell you like if you said hey we did this show on october 18th 2015 mm-hmm. even if you mentioned we had a guest they may not remember it but when i hear the audio or see hear and see the audio it all starts flowing it all starts flooding back you're like oh yeah oh yeah i remember that okay yeah we did this and we talked about that and this kind of thing so that's it flows but i have when people ask me hey do you remember what you said i'm like do you have any audio coming can you point me to the audio because <laughs> i need to actually hear a little bit of it for for some of those memories to come back yeah uh chris nessie says uh, a problem with a call-in show is when somebody calls in, they basically become a guest. So, and that's that's the tricky part of a live show. the The thing that's I had to get comfortable with was, and it's usually pretty obvious. If somebody comes on and you're like, "Uh, this is not a good fit," or in some cases, and you'll hear this on talk radio, will they be like, "Well, I just think." Brady is the goat, man. He's the best of all time. And you're like, okay, Steve from Rochester. He's like, he is, man. He's the best. And you're like, uh huh. I mean, like greatest of, and you're like, okay. So we, we realize that Steve has said all he's come on to say. Right. And right. he, he doesn't want to get off the phone. And that's where you got to go. All right. Next up, you know, we have Joan from Poughkeepsie and you just got to move Steve off because. He had his time. He did his thing, but he doesn't want He turns into, I'm going to date myself. Google this one. It's fun. Uh, John Belushi. So that was like uh-huh. 70 something had a great skit. Uh, it was called the thing that wouldn't leave. And mm. it's like these poor guests. And he's like, you guys got any Fritos? And he's just like, <laughs> well, talk radio and they're brutal. I mean, when you're yeah. done, you're done. Well, yeah. thanks for calling it. And they, I mean, you, there's yeah. no, there is no, you're not jumping. They've, they've, you know, you're gone and they have removed you. Um, I, I think a good host can can kind of figure out when the conversation's reached its terminal velocity, yeah, and then say, "Well, hey, I you know appreciate you appreciate you calling in," and not saying, uh, "Well, anything else?" Like, oh yeah, they, right, because you're just gonna the 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 guest will make something up, yeah, because they feel like you know, because or they'll do this. This is really common too. I hear this all the time. Anything else? No, but and then. They, <laughs> Yeah. Say something else. I've done this. I've heard this on uh, on my own podcast and on on uh, called the coach and the stuff we do at Gallup. If you want to close the conversation, just close it. Right. Just go. Well, hey, 
appreciate you coming in. Thanks for doing this. Have a great afternoon. Let them go. You know, you got to do that. And if there was really something that they wanted to say, they will call back, you know, yeah, they I, can. and they can. they can. I don't know that I've yeah. ever heard that or seen that, but aside from the, the, <laughs> well, I think you're afraid that someone's going to feel like they got pushed off. Right. And they did. Yeah. Like, it, so, you know, that's the, that's the danger as a guest may get sensitive and be like, well, gosh, I, that was oh, fast. You ready for the, you know? the, the best phrase I heard this week. I was talking yeah. to a friend yeah. of mine and we're talking about trying to work with churches and he said, just remember this. And I go, what? He goes, being offended is a choice. And I was mm. like, oh, that is good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I like that. So, oh, uh, well, um, I see we got another question in here. This is always a good one. This is from our buddy, uh, Reverend Ken Blanchard. He says, what are the three, three, this is the top, this is the problem with this question. We have to pick the top three for starting a new show. Stuff you know now. I think based on what we know now about starting a new show, yeah, I, I you know, I think the number one thing is you got to, you have to be interested in it. Like, and you have to be interested in it for a while. <laughs> this can't be a, the latest craze. You know, Dave, you got, you got interested in crypto mm-hmm. a, couple, a month or two ago. And I was a little like, ah, you know, Dave, or is this something you're going to stick with for a while? It's, Cause are you really interested in crypto yeah. or, you know, it's going to be. If you're not. It'll it, it'll fade pretty yeah, fast. It's probably going to be a once a month show. I've I've come to that conclusion. That's just yeah. that's because yeah. when you try to do a like a roundtable with a lot of people, this is one of the things like we just talked about. There are times when you have to be okay, kind of saying okay, we're we're done with this guest and we're going to move them off and bring on another guest, and that is awkward. You have to realize that you're not going to be able to pick a date and time that everyone can show up. Yeah. And you just got to go, well, I know that so-and-so can't make it, but it's, you know, Thursday at this time. And that's the way it is. I, I think for me, I always, the questions I always ask every single person when they start off is number one, why are you doing this? And if they go, I want to make money quickly. I go, okay, great. Do you have an email list? No. Um, do you have a large social following? No. Great. Do you have a, a product of any sort? No. Okay. Then you're not going to make money fast. I'm like, that's just straight up. So why am I doing this? Figure out who is it for? And then uh, I guess, what do you want them to do? So I, I, again, I always go back. I finally rephrase this. I used to say, how will you know if your show is a success or not? And they go, if I could just help one person, that would be great. And then like two months later, they're like, I'm not making any money at this. Right. So I, I now ask yeah. them, is this a hobby, which is fine or a business? And if it's a business, again, how are we going to make money with this? And so many people think, well, I'm going to start a podcast in about three months. I'll get sponsors. And I'm like, if you go listen to the feed, if you're looking for like, like legit sponsor money, less than 10% of podcasters, at least on Libsyn, get enough downloads to get the typical Casper mattress. And for the record, if you look at that, uh, advertised cast, which is owned by Libsyn, has now been publishing the average CPM. And it's usually around 25 bucks. So if you had you know, 5,000 downloads at $25 CPM. I think it comes out to like 500 bucks mm-hmm. an episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's great. Now, if you have more than one spot, that's a thousand dollars an episode. But if you do a weekly show, throw in uncle Sam, there, there comes a point where you go, yeah, you're, you're going to need another stream of income there. So I think that's it. So who, why am I doing this? That's key. Cause if you don't mm-hmm. know the why, mm-hmm. um, and then who's it for? And then, what other tip? I, I no, I I am. I, I oh. mean, I do your your point about success. Knowing yeah. like, what are my success metrics? Mm-hmm. I think that's super important. How do I know I'm doing the right thing? You know, so that's a way to measure it, right? Whether that's in downloads or influence, or I I want I want access to people, I want to meet people, that kind of thing. I I, I think it'd be good to have some success metrics. And I think for me, it's it's my favorite bumper sticker that I kind of came up with. Spend a hundred dollars on a microphone. Spend a hundred hours figuring out what your audience wants. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and realize that you're not always going to know what your audience wants. But there are ways you can you can in the school of podcasting. I have a, a couple tutorials on this where you can go into Amazon and look for four and two star reviews. 
four because uh, it was good, but not enough to get a five. And people will typically say, I would have given it a five, but they didn't talk about this. You're like, okay, people want to know about this. And likewise, it'd be like, I would have given it a one because it was pretty bad, but they did mention this. So I gave it a, a two. And so you can get feedback. And then, of course, we make jokes about this, but it's not a joke. If you go to YouTube, there are lots of comments. And, oh, yeah. and you can see what people like. Why did this video suck? Oh, this guy's, a, you know, so you can see what the trolls are up to. And sometimes the trolls make a point. So that'll give you insights. And because uh, that really is what kind of gets, you know, when somebody goes, wow, this this show was made for me. Uh, I can't get this place any place. I was talking with a guy yesterday on my chat. He stopped by the school of podcasting. And by the way, if you ever see the chat thing on, if that's on, that means I'm sitting there and he's got access. He's working with a guy that started filming guns and roses when they were kids. Like mm-hmm. he has pictures of slash without his hat. I mean, that's old. And I think it's called the first 50 concerts and they filmed them all. So he's mm-hmm. got, I said, dude, you have, one of the key ingredients, and that is you have information that you cannot get anyplace else. I go, and I said, right now, Guns N' Roses is kind of working on new material. I said, but we all love Appetite for Destruction. And I said, so he's he's setting it up, and he's going to have bonus content with Patreon and things like that. But that's another key ingredient. When you have information that you can't get anyplace else, uh, I'll give you an example of a, a good podcast and a bad podcast, because I'm doing a bad one right now, just for the fun of it. Like we're doing a bad podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I do a show and it's on, and the only reason I do it is it's on Buzzsprout and feel free to not listen to this. It's not good. Uh, but I want to play with Buzzsprout and it's called podcasting resources. And it's I, my, I have a website, podcastingresources.com. This is podcastingresources.net. And all I do is I go out to podcastingresources.com. I pick one of the resources I found and I go, Hey, here's a, a website that connects podcasters with guests. And according to their website, they do this, blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. The website is there. And, you know, for more information, check the show notes. So I'm basically doing a web search for you. That's a bad, in my opinion, that's a bad podcast. It's not horrible. Is it valuable? Eh, I saved you three minutes of doing a Google search. A good podcast would be, hey, today I look at the five, I look at five podcasting guest things. There's there's podcast guests. There's this one. There's that one. There. I look at them and I'm going to tell you which one I like best and why. Now that's now what am I doing? I'm saving you a lot of time. I'm giving you insights and I'm doing some of the work. And that's information. Not that you can't get it any place else, but it's information that took some time and some thought. And, and if I throw in my opinion, that's even more fun. So not that the other one's a bad podcast, but to me, when you start doing some theory and I forget what episode I did an episode on this about the different levels of what makes a good podcast. And when you kind of, you know, start doing comparisons and things like that. So, well, and I just think the good and bad is in the eye of the beholder. That's true. It's a good point. Maybe not the best words. Well, no, I, I, it's hard. We're trying to quantify, like, you know, this is a multi-dimensional problem, and we're trying to solve it with a, a single dimension of good or bad. Which is, I don't know if you can do it. You have to kind of think through, like, what am I? Who are my listeners? You know, we've we, just in the chat room in the last fifteen minutes. There's been a big discussion about was that episode where we had Mark on for the whole guest helpful. And some liked it and some didn't, right? And right. You're, you're, so as podcasters, Dave, we if we were trying to do some collective intelligence out of the chat room to say, should we do that again? It, it'd be uh, inconclusive. Like we wouldn't mm. like some people like it. Some people don't. What, what, you know, what is it? Did it work? Did it not work? Listen, I thought it was good. It's what the universe gave us that morning. <laughs> That's what we had. I thought Mark was fabulous. Take what? it take from it what you want but at the same time we can't if if we start thinking like we've got to listen to every single bit of feedback or listen is this does the wrong word take action on mm-hmm. every single bit of feedback man we would be a flailing you know we'd be a flailing podcast not really helping anybody i think in that uh, maybe on that list of three things the fourth thing i would add to that then is be yourself like oh. do do what you want to do, right? Do that piece and have it and and do it in a way that um that that works for you. And you've just got to you you just got to get there. 
Um, you just got to be true to it. Because if you if you're faking it, listen, I, I don't. I, Rogan's super popular. I hate his podcast. Like yeah. I will never listen to Joe Rogan ever. I just not interested in it. Not interested in that style. I don't have the time. So it. But that's my personal opinion. So, anyways, that's I, I think that to kind of round that out, Dave. I think those are some those are some things as a podcaster that you you want to definitely think through. And Shannon is on deck. Uh, and so, Shannon, if you can just hang for a quick second, because I look up, I was like, "Holy cow, we've already gone oh, clubhouse!" Or on, is she in here? No, in, she's in here in the uh, in Streamyard. Okay, um, Shannon, hang tight for a second. Let us get through the. Don't go anywhere. We yeah, don't go. go anywhere. And so this, I looked up. I was like, "Well, it's time to thank." Well, first of all, that means Jim's probably thirsty. Um, and so, and the other thing that I think we're going to find out here is. Uh, I want to share my screen. Yes. Okay, good. Because I was like, holy cow. I did a thing where I I deleted all my cookies and history and things like that. That sometimes can kind of mess you up because you find out that you had plugins and stuff that need that information. But uh, we always like to thank the teacher's pet. That, of course, is James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a little pooch or a hound or a uh, whatever, if you got a, a dog that fits in your purse or your your backpack, or uh, you know, a hundred ten down German, a hundred ten pound German Shepherd that barely fit in your uh, Toyota Prius, which was fun. Uh, then you got to go over to Dog Podcast Network. They have short shows, they have long shows, they have tall shows, thin shows. If it's about a dog, it's over there at Dog Podcast Network. And then we always thank our twenty dollars supporters, Baby Mountain Radio Productions. It's where podcasting and hard work are made fun. That's my buddy uh, Michael Delaney. And Shane over at tourpreneur.com. If you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, this podcast is for you. Uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. Glenn also is going to be the opening keynote at PodFest in a couple weeks. Uh, PodFest um, Origins. And then uh, the Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. If you got a true crime or a scary story or a comedy show, they've got a built-in audience over there that is looking for that stuff. So, Hand them over a couple episodes and grow your audience. Ed Sullivan, if you're looking for an editor to make you sound like butter, it's like butter for your ears. Uh, go over to uh, soniccupcake.com and he will put more icing on your show. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, which is dedicated to enhancing the visibility of the Latinx podcast around the world. They've been doing it since 2017. You can find them at latinpodcastawards.com. Max Trescott up in the air doing Aviation News Talk. You can find him at AviationNewsTalk.com. KJST Media is an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Caden is there to help you find it out at KJSTMedia.com. Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, where he is teaching financial wellness. So if you need some help with those finances, check him out at DebtShepherd.com. Kim Kragy at Toastmasters101.net. If you'd like to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, and uh, we'd love to help you. And if you want to, if you're like, ah, I don't really want to do the monthly thing, you can go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store and pick up things like my book or do a one-time donation, all those fun things. And thanks to everyone who helps support the show. So, with that, let's bring up Shannon. Shan, in, uh, and this is one thing we like to point out. You don't have to turn on your camera. If you want to come on and you don't want to turn on your camera, you don't have to. So, Shannon, how are you? Hi. Okay, so I released very first episode like about 24 hours ago. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning when I finally got done and said it's good enough. And I put it out. <laughs> and I've got like two or three questions Sure. Um, uh, this is so cool. I woke up this morning and I checked Libsyn and I have like almost 250 downloads. Nice. Wow. Which I was not cool. expecting. There's people, mm. I've got them in Australia and Brazil and here in Canada and Belgium. I didn't know there's barrel racers in Belgium. It's so, this is <laughs> so, going to be so addicting. You never, you never know. Just, just know that you, of those 250, you may only hear from two of them. Like, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. A question that I have is how do you 
add like different album covers. So like when you go into pod page, you know, it just looks like the same old thing over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I can see if I had like a hundred episodes, I think it would make the page look better and help people find things better. If you know, okay, so this episode I did Woodbury performance horses and I'd like to have, you know, a logo from them as their album cover for that episode. And I see that Dave has done that in podcast rodeo show. And I'm just wondering how you do that. Yeah. Since you're using Libsyn, I pulled up Libsyn on the screen. And when you are making an episode, now I'm in Libsyn 4. This is the same in Libsyn 5. uh, You have a tab called artwork. Or if you're in Libsyn 5, there's just an artwork box on the right-hand side. And when you upload an artwork, and that artwork needs to still meet Apple spec. So it needs to be at least 1,400 by 1,400 all the way up to 3,000 by 3,000, and the file size is so important, needs to be less than 500 kilobytes. And you just okay. add that to that. Now, here's the fun thing, is not every app will show these. Like, Amazon looks beautiful. Spotify looks great. Uh, there are a few others. Apple's website will show it, but the Apple Podcast app will not. Why? Because it's Apple, and they like to do things that are confusing. So that you just upload it on the episode, and then pod page, when it syncs your episode, will bring that on over. Okay, so it's just in there on the episode. Yep. And if okay, you're perfect, I, I've seen people that will upload the artwork that's the exact same artwork that's under their show. So you have show artwork and you have episode artwork. And if your episode artwork is the same artwork as your show, don't bother because almost every system will just use the show artwork. But if you're going to upload something different, you do that on the episode side. And just to represent well, all the other podcast providers do yes. have a similar function, yeah. right? You can go in there and buy episode, upload album art to meet the, to, for, for each individual episode. Yeah. Uh, I okay. mean, if you, if you're using captivate, they all have a, a spot yeah, for they, artwork. They, yeah, not a hundred percent, but most of them, 99% of them have a spot to put the artwork in by episode is what you're looking for. Yeah. It, okay. Shannon, it, it can be, I mean, it's kind of make sure if you're going to do episode artwork, it's, it, it's a solid, I look at this and know that one, it is a part of the podcast. So like you want, want the branding to be so different that people wouldn't recognize it. I mean, they should be able to look at it and say, Oh, that's also a part of this podcast. And then sure. that what you're using in the art from a distance is recognizable. Like you wouldn't want to jam a whole bunch of words in there. Like, so what I would like to do is if you, I don't know, Dave, if you've seen like my artwork, but it's, you know, the business of barrel racing and then it sort of frames a picture, but I want to keep like the frame the same and try to just change that background picture to be either, and it could just be words too, you know, like, the guest name or something yeah. just to so the, differentiate the, it. So the frame is your brand, right? Is you're, you're trying to yeah. keep that similar and that's the same thing as your podcast artwork. And then you're including something new inside the frame. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, okay. It's got a shot. It's got a shot. It's never perfect. Right. But right. it's, it's, right. it's a good, it's a good thought. Test it a little bit and see what kind of feedback you get on it. Yeah. I'm trying to find um, the feed from lips and, they have almost like a template where, um, yeah, let me, let me share my screen. Well, here while, you're, while you're bringing that up, Dave, that was some advice that Mark gave me too. And I talked yeah. to him this week. It's like for, even for my YouTube logo or YouTube uh, thumbnail to keep the elements similar. So they know where they're at, but then I could, I could put individualized either faces or words in there. Go ahead. Dave. Well, this, this up. is the cool thing that Mark did for me is, if you're doing something that probably should be changed, he will very politely and lovingly and very, you know, he's a Canadian again. He's going to be polite. Said, Dave, <laughs> he goes, you want your artwork to kind of, he goes, sometimes these are so small on different apps. Right. And he goes, I want to be able to know that's your show. And so what the feed does uh, is they have pictures of Elsie and Rob. That's the hosts. Uh, it's it's typically greenish to match the the whole color thing, but they have a big number on it and then the name of the episode and then behind the scenes they have pictures of the hosts and things like that so you kind of it's it's a similar look and it's the same basically two pictures of them and so that's just they have kind of like this little template thing and i was like huh i need to do that 
because okay. that's it's it's simple and that way you do that and does that uh, make sense, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. Good. Good. Oh, it's Heather. There you go. I'm gonna say yeah. this is your site, right? I got the right No. No? Okay. No. What's your website? I am the business of barrel Oh, there we go. Okay. Shannon, what else? What are the questions? You said you had a couple. Okay, so another question I had was I um I ended up with two versions of the podcast in Spotify. Ah. So what was happening was it was the middle of the night when I was working on things earlier last week. And the link to do things for Spotify within Libsyn wasn't working for, it turns out, about half an hour. Like it would just give you an error. And it was nothing. It said something about Libsyn can't do anything about this. I don't remember exactly what it was. So I went actually to Spotify and created, you know, Spotify account. Right. And I'm like, okay, now I'm done. Forgot that I did that, you know, in the 2 a.m. fog. And then did it again on Libsyn. So can I just go to one of them and delete it without messing life up? Yeah, you can either go to Spotify or you can go to Libsyn. Both um, have tools to go in and say, okay, take these two and kind of, you know, basically make it so that you end up with one. But um, so what's the best way to do that? Do you think, can I just go to Spotify and like delete my account and everything because Libsyn is already pushing it there? No, I mean, you can delete one of the versions um, because chances are you're pushing the same thing. You're using your mm-hmm. Libsyn. You want to use yes. the Libsyn Spotify feed. That way you'll get stats for, about Spotify. So you you would want to delete if you ever put one in that's like your website, you know, the business of barrel racing slash RSS or whatever it is. And then you have one that's slash Spotify. You want to get rid of the one in Spotify. That's just good old fashioned slash RSS. You want to keep the Spotify feed in Spotify. So, but if you email Libsyn, we can do that. We basically have a tool. It's really cool. Um, Spotify gave us a tool where we can go in and kind of affect things because this happens all the time, especially for anchor people. Because Anchor, people will have Anchor. Anchor will submit them to Spotify. They'll come over to Libsyn, and they'll set up their Spotify destination, and it'll submit it again. And so they just got sure. tired of us going, can you delete the duplicate? So Okay. Shannon, which isn't as important as how fast you do this. So Right. Because you've got people subscribing right now. So, you know, you're going to – possibility you're going to break that for some if – if you remove one or the other, yeah. you're going to oh. break one of those. Yeah. So, well, and they're both coming from Libsyn. Like it's it's all Libsyn yeah. slash yeah. Spotify. But if I was on Spotify and I subscribe to the one you remove, it's going to break it. Now, chances are they'll go find it again. Mm. They'll find the other instance of it and subscribe to it. It's all the it, same but, RSS feed. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah but in, in Spotify, it's two different IDs. So yeah, Spot, it, Spotify's it, got you twice. Yeah, it's, it's going to depend on what happens in Spotify when they click on that. Yeah. Like like behind the scenes, okay. if, if if they're directly connected to the RSS feed or if there's some sort of, yeah. Just, just don't worry about it. Just move quickly to get it done. Yeah, I would, like, go, I would No, I'll do it right away. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> figure, figure out which one you want removed and then remove it. Cool. Okay. Yep. I'll figure that one out. Um, I, any tips as far as like phone number? Like Dave, do you have, uh, or Jim, do you have like a phone forwarding service? So I have a, a Facebook site for that's getting a lot of traffic all of a sudden for the podcast. Um, for contact info, do people actually call like this? The Western industry is pretty tight mm-hmm. and people don't aren't afraid to just pick up the phone and call you. So it would be nice in some ways. On the other hand, do I really want to put my phone number on a Facebook page? Yeah, not, not your right. cell phone number. <laughs> no, no. Right. You, you can go to you could get a Google voice number. You can go to podcastvoicemail.com, which is my call eight affiliate link. Um and yeah, people will call in. In fact, later today, we're going to, somebody sent in a, a email to us that we'll be talking about. Um, but yeah, okay. yeah, but I would not put a phone. I have for a while. Fact, yours, yeah. yeah, I think right now I have my Google voice number on the School of Podcasting site. And I've only once had some poor guy in Germany call me at like four in the morning. So you just, okay. you just learn to like, I think you I can shut all those stuff off too. Yeah. You can get like a Google voice number, but where you and don't just get make notified. it voicemail. Yeah. 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 Okay. You, you just check it on a regular basis, but yeah, that kind of depends on your audience. Some audiences will call other audiences will not. Yeah. And so if your audience is, if they want to do it that way, you should provide a, a number form to do it. If in the future you stop getting calls, stop using the phone number as an option because Obviously, it's not, you know, that that that's not what your audience wants. But sure. I think it's worth throwing out there for now, for sure. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, cool. Well, I won't hog any more of your time, but thank no, you again. Yeah. I'll probably be back regularly now that things are kind of rolling because yeah, I'm going to cool. break. I'm going to break everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to the world of staying up till three in the morning. To get <laughs> <laughs> nice, great, Shannon. Thanks for joining us. Cool. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. you bet. Bye. Call anytime. And uh, in Clubhouse, the one and only uh, Haley Radke. Let me turn up the phone so we can hear. Um, how are you, Haley? Good morning. I'm well. I'm laughing because. I didn't really have a question, but I was the only one in the clubhouse room. So here I am. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I just. Uh, well, let's use it as a chance for you to promote your podcast. And then we'll let you go. But what, oh. what, uh, what, what do you podcast about? Um, I'm adopted and I talk to other folks who are adopted as well. And we talk about search and reunion and, you know, the hard things that come along with that. Yeah. It's called Adoptees On. And I, I guess my question would be, um, I'm coming up on 200 episodes. So what did you guys do when you uh, hit milestones on your show? This is a great question. Um, I, I have done a couple things. Usually I break format, which is kind of weird if you think about it. And I will um, do something wacky. Uh, I peaked at, at episode 400 and I did a, uh, I made up a fake radio duo called Binky and the Wiz. Um, and ever since then, I cannot top Binky and the Wiz. And I'm at now I'm, I'm at 789, something like that for the School of Podcasting. And so I'm coming up on 800 and I'm just out of ideas. Uh, I've seen people do things like ask me anything. I tried that one year and it was OK. I thought people would ask more like personal questions or whatever. And they were still asking me, like, what's the best microphone under 100 bucks? And I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, we can talk about that, too. Um I think maybe something live. I've seen people do that. Jim, have you seen any people do? Um, oh, all different kinds. What What yeah. is your um? What's your for, What's your current format? Like, how long? What do you do? Is it interviews? Is it solo? How, what What's your podcast like today? It's interviews. I'm usually around an hour, and okay. I actually didn't ask me anything to kind of like start back in the fall. And I found the same sort of thing, Dave. So. Um, yeah, it was kind of more a mix of questions. What's, but, what's yeah. gotten the best down? Like what, what episode that you, that you've done has gotten the best downloads and why? Uh, that's a great question. Um, my top downloaded episode is episode one. Huh? Well, you know, that, that makes I sense. I feel like people go back to. Yeah, it's been out <laughs> the there the beginning. longest. It has been so that doesn't yeah. that doesn't necessarily help you. I would I would think find uh, this is just my advice. Find the thing that's been the most popular and do it for for that for that milestone, or just do another episode. Your listeners really don't. You know, we we I have a story uh, where we on a hundredth episode we did a whole congratulatory thing, and you know the host congratulations. This was back in the day when a hundred was a big deal, and the comment we got from somebody in the chat room was, you know, that's an hour of my life I'll never get back, and stop with all the con- the congratulatory backslapping. And you kind of go, well, that's kind of true. Like in some ways, do you, do you, do you celebrate? Well, your listeners are there for content. So I think I would I would bring them back for some of the best content for to still celebrate it, recognize it in the beginning. Hey, this is 200, blah, 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 blah. Then get to some really great content. Yeah. Fred in the chat room has said, Dave, in 2007 and 2009, did a kind of remembrance show where I played clips from, you know, back in the day. And but that got to be so long when you get to so many episodes, you're like. I'm just going to play a little clip. And all of a sudden you're like, your intro is five minutes long and it's just nothing but stuff that people now don't really care that you started with a different mic or, you know, whatever. It's just. Haley, do you feel like you know your audience pretty well? Oh, yes. Yes. And you know what? When you just said, like, acknowledge and but the celebration is more for me. Right. Yeah. So I love that. Serve them. Just yeah. go back to serving. Yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. Get some really great content in there. Do you ever do anything yeah. live? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I think I know why. All right. I can tell by that answer. Because some people in the chat room are saying she should do something on StreamYard and do it live. There is something. I know, Haley, you know that I know that you know that I know that you know that you're just a person and you probably put your shoes on one at a time this morning. But when your audience gets a chance to see you live and they're like, oh, wow, there she is. Wow. Look at it. Her her voice is actually coming out of her mouth. Like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. You might do something live just to say, hey, I just wanted to come on and 
say thanks and blah, blah. I don't know that that's an option, you know, and then you can always do that. And then if you go, wow, that was a complete, just that, that didn't work. Don't release it as an episode or do both. Yeah. Like, you know, do a 200th episode and follow it up with a premiere where you're live or, I mean, there's a lot of different combinations of things you could try there and don't make the live something that has is high stakes for you. Right. Like make it low stakes. May almost just make it like a zoom call, you know, mm-hmm. and where it's low stakes, but your audience gets a chance to interact with you. That may be a big, you know, uh, uh, or they get, they get to come in and answer a question about adoption or, you know, something inspirational, make it inspirational about adoption. You know, we certainly need more people who are willing to do that. So, you know, something yeah. like that. Does that help? All right. Thank you so much. I love hey, the hey, brainstorm. Thanks for being thanks for being an audience of one out there on Clubhouse. Appreciate we're, that. we're actually up to I think three now, something well, like that. Well, all right, Clubhouse. So way yeah, to, we're, we're rocking and rolling. So hey, Haley, thanks for calling in. Appreciate um, it. But yeah, she. I, I remember when I first met Haley, and I was talking to her, and she was explaining how. And I, I talk about her podcast a lot when I get into talking about niches. Because the only people that know what it's like to be adopted are people that are adopted. Yeah. And yeah, you can't, that's it. Can't say, oh, yeah, I empathize. Y- yeah. Unless you have I been, know what right? it's like, no, no, you don't. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, I know. Yeah, actually, you don't. I, once I had a dog and it was like, no, 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 sorry. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, getting feedback, I think we can. Oh, can we do this? Can we save that for post show? Yeah. For post show. I, I kind of got, well, let's, let me set it up. So I kind of got, I said last week, uh, I came in halfway through the show and I was a little cranked up on food. I had gone out for <laughs> breakfast, had a really rich breakfast and a lot of coffee. And I came in and I got a little aggressive. And so in the, I think in the post show, we got some, I got some pretty, pre, pretty true, pretty honest, but pretty blunt feedback on it. So I think Dave, let's push that to the post show. Cause I want to talk a, a little bit about extended about it. And if you haven't, if you're just a regular podcast subscriber uh, for us you listen to us through the podcast feed maybe now's a good time to join the patreon group and uh, and get over there if you want to hear the the blasting that i took i was out of control last week i'm just gonna admit <laughs> that i got done with his show and i was like i don't think that was my best work <laughs> so i see i was going back through the chat room to make sure we didn't miss anything the records and bands podcast says he's starting to turn each episode web page into a complimentary blog post for podcast two but it's very time dependent. Um, the different art looks better though. Yeah. I, that is my advice for everybody. If somebody goes like, what's a podcast? Uh, I go, you know, I, you do the whole, it's internet radio thing, but really to the person who has a website, it's a blog post with a player. And so I have, um, you know, I get to see a lot of people and it's always interesting when I see somebody go, I'm just not getting as many downloads as I thought. And I will go over, there was one I saw, it was a, uh, like a sermon kind of Christian podcast. And they were like, this week's episode has um, features uh, a reading of like Timothy three, verse 16. And I was like, that's not like, you know, yes, that's explains what it is, but like what's in it for them, you know, give them an idea of why you're talking about it or whatever. So you need, I think Google needs at least 300 words. Um, I've heard other people say at least a thousand words, and the idea is by having a blog post, number one, that everybody hears. So a blog right, post lets people right, read, right. but it also gives a chance for people to see what the show is about and let them decide, do I want to click play on this or subscribe or things like that? So, okay, hold on. You, you just passed over what's what, what's super important. Okay. Google needs 300 or at least a thousand. What does that mean? So words is that, <laughs> like, but what kind of words? What, oh, what, what, good you know, words. So if I if I take my transcript and just jam it in there, that now that's a lot of work. <laughs> but Dave, it's a lot of words. It's a lot why, of words. Why does that why does that not work? Yeah, uh, because Google. What is Google's job? Let's reverse engineer this. How did Google beat Netscape? They delivered great results. Like you don't have to. Usually, you find what you're looking for on the front page of Google, and you're like, "This is exactly what I was looking for." Yeah. Whereas when somebody goes to your website, when I go to a website and I see an unedited transcript, I run immediately because mm. a I always say we don't talk like we write, we don't write like we talk, 
And I realized that, hey, it's easy. It's only, you know, $7 a month for Otter, but it's not good content. It's just content. You've basically just threw a bunch of crap on the wall. Now, granted, it's words and it's a conversation. But again, we don't write like we talk. We don't talk like we write. And that might actually hurt what's called your bounce rate, which is a weird thing because there are times when somebody will go to your website and find exactly what they were looking like, were looking for, excuse me, and then leave. Well, that's a bounce. That means somebody came, they looked at one page and left. But in some cases, having bad content on your website will have people go there and then leave. And Google pays attention to that because Google's job is to send you to good content. And so that's where uh, I I put a thing in Facebook this morning. I said, it appears to me because somebody said, hey, I've been doing transcripts for a few months now and I'm not seeing a huge amount of boost. And I said, it appears to me that transcripts are yet another silver bullet that doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. But let's be really, really clear. There are some cases, my case at Gallup, I, I have to have transcripts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people expect them. It's ADA compliancy. It's one of these kinds yeah. of things. So, so we have to provide, I do edit them. What, what Google also checks for is, uh, is page load speed. <laughs> if you have a site that's super slow, say you're on a shared host and it's not a very good shared host and your pages take a long time to load, you'll get penalized from Google for that. They want to, they want the user experience to be click on that link and it takes you right to the page and the page appears. The more pages, the faster the page, the better it gets ranked. So check your page load speed. Uh, transcripts have a chance or have a tendency to slow that down because there's just so many words. It's got, right, it's bringing these in. There's some tricks and things you can do to fool that. But you you, you do want to make sure that you you have very, very quick page load speeds as well and that your, your site is up to date on that. Does, Dave, does, okay, so three to a thousand words. So, but what if I'm, what if all those are all, just all links? Like, what if I have a thousand a thousand words and they're all in links. Yeah. Again, it's that might attract people, but will they stay? No. Cause they show up and they go, I don't know what all these links are about. Cause you have to listen to the podcast to understand what the links are for. And so that's what gets kind of tricky. Yeah. I would say, and it's, it's kind of like porn, right? You know, you know, a good blog post when you see it. No, no. <laughs> But when well, there was that whole legal defense and they said, look, we yeah, can't yeah, define yeah. what porn is, but we know what it, what it know is it when I see, see it. it. And yeah. to me, a good blog post, number one, a good blog post is not somebody going on a page. It's you've got subheadings. People don't read. Let's, let's get that right out in the open first. People don't read. Trust me, as someone who works in tech support, people don't read. I can give people the exact steps and they'll come back and like, that's I'm like, OK, you didn't read the answer. Um so usually a a well-crafted blog post will have subheadings. So it's like, you know, here is uh, the top three things to know when you start a podcast. And then we'll have each subheading will be one of those things. And then you'll have a paragraph. And what happens then is somebody comes in, they see the title of your blog post. I cannot stress that enough. The title is always hugely important. They come to your website. They then read the subheadings. And then they'll read probably the first paragraph, maybe a little bit. They'll skim it. And if that first paragraph or the first thing they read sucks them in, they'll go ahead and read the rest of it or hit play. So it's it's not it's not tricky. Yeah, I mean it's not easy. Just write. Like, yeah. you know, Google will also penalize you if it's just links. Link, 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 link. Then they'll they'll sense that's a spam, kind of a spammy site. Yeah. You just gotta write. That's yeah. it. Old fashioned. And, and, and write for a person, yeah. not a robot. So don't sit there and go today on the how to start today on Ask the Podcast Coach. We talked about how to start a podcast, because when you're trying to learn how to start a podcast, it can be hard and confusing when you're trying to learn how to start a podcast. And Ken Blanchard asked us about the top three things about how to start a podcast. And you just keep putting the phrase. It's like, look, a human's going to go, oh, I see what you're doing here, Mr. Spammer. And then you're you're at least for me. Maybe that's just my opinion. But when I see somebody who is openly spamming a phrase i go i don't trust you anymore because you're you're trying to you know jim had that if i wish this wasn't the end of the show because that would be the title just write just write write for a person that's it and make yeah. it good so yeah. good stuff. But it's good crazy stuff. but uh Man, that hour went fast very very fast Holy cow. so jim what is uh 
What is coming up on the old uh, Average Guy or the Home Gadget Geeks found at TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, you don't have to say all that stuff. <laughs> um, so Dan LeFebvre, who who sponsors The Mug uh, here on Ask the Podcast Coach, joins us. We spent a little time talking about his podcast, but some pretty good tech nerdery that's going on there. And so, Dan, thanks for coming on. We'll post it a little bit later this afternoon out at HomeGadgetGeeks.com. There we go. And uh, on Ask the Podcast, on see, that's this show. On the School of Podcasting, I'm going to be talking about lessons that podcasters can learn from The Squid Game on Netflix. Uh, The Squid Game right now is, for at least for a week, was the top program in the world. It was 89.3% more popular than an average show. And it's just, and there's a, a lot of really great stories about it. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's uh, it's weird. It's it's definitely inspired by some other shows, uh, so it's not entirely unique. But it, it they added a creepy factor. And my favorite thing is when you watch it, they suck you in on the first episode. And on the second episode, they give you the backstory. And I was like, see, that's there's that whole like, do I need to know the backstory first? No. I just know I got some creepy giant doll playing red light, green light, and I'm like, what is this? So it's very crazy. So I'll be talking about that on the uh, school of podcasting. I want to thank Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Uh of course, go over to the why can I never remember Dan's website based on a, a two story podcast.com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and James over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Thanks to the chat room. Thanks to the awesome supporters. And stick around for some post show. Yeah.